Welcome to the Positive Gene Podcast, delving into life with a hereditary risk straight from the patient's perspective. I'm Sarah Cavanaugh, your host and fellow previvor. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Positive Gene Podcast. Today, we're diving into some unexpected corners that accompany a genetic diagnosis, drawing inspiration from my personal journey with Lynch syndrome and CHECK2. I'm your host, Sarah Cavanaugh, and if you're a returning listener, you know that I was diagnosed only a year ago, so I've only recently navigated the waves of emotions and realizations that come with a genetic diagnosis. If you're new here, you are in for an insightful episode as we dive deep into the unexpected curveballs of genetic diagnoses. So the first challenge is one I was surprised by, and this doesn't have anything to do with emotions, but it actually has to do with life insurance. So you might have heard that life insurance could get a bit tricky post-diagnosis, but here's the nitty-gritty. The Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act, or GINA for short, is our protector when it comes to health insurance. GINA prohibits discrimination by health insurance plans and employers based on genetic information, which encompasses your genetic test results, your relative's genetic test results, and information about family history of any disease or disorder. In a nutshell, it stops health insurers and employers from discriminating based on genetic information. However, the catch is it doesn't cover life or long-term care insurance. Some states have stepped up with their own laws, and that's something worth looking into. But hey, if you're curious about these policies, especially for groups like military or federal employees, the National Human Genome Research Institute is a great place to delve deeper. I'll have links in the show notes for more information. The second unexpected challenge is family testing. So you know, one of my favorite resources is FORCE, facingourrisk.org. And on their website, they share insights on sharing your news with your family. They say, In some families, cancer may be considered very private matters never to be discussed. Some family members may believe it is bad luck to talk about cancer or that speaking about cancer may invite the disease and make it more likely to happen. Family alliances, beliefs about protecting children, and privacy concerns may all affect your ability to share health information with relatives. While exploring my family history, I discovered that a relative had battled what they referred to as a female cancer over half a century ago, and no one had ever mentioned it as I was growing up, so I'm deeply grateful for that living member from that side of the family who was open and shared this history when I reached out. So when the moment comes to share the news and you're uncertain about the reactions, keep in mind that a genetic counselor may be an invaluable resource. Additionally, online platforms do offer support. I previously mentioned FORCE, and they have insightful content on the significance of sharing with your family. And if it's breast cancer specific, the CDC's Bring Your Brave campaign boasts some very informative videos, and I'll share the links in our podcast notes to that as well. Also, the roller coaster of emotions about testing isn't limited to just us and our family history. Breastcancer.org has shared some invaluable insights on this, emphasizing how our relatives might respond differently to testing. They said, a positive genetic test can stir a myriad of emotions in a family. Some might dive deep into testing immediately, while others could choose to wait it out or even decide against it. So speaking from my personal journey, 
I can vouch for the complexity of these decisions since my experience has been a mixed bag. One of my siblings took their time before deciding to test and luckily didn't inherit either gene, yet another sibling chose not to test, for now anyway, as it doesn't mean I won't stop reminding them. So it's a personal journey for everyone, and as said on my previous podcast, patience is crucial. Now, as far as testing for children, we will be discussing this topic in a future episode. The third unexpected challenge is overwhelming screenings. The constant screenings, both emotionally and financially, can feel like a mountain too high to climb. I remember the dread of my first screenings post-diagnosis. As someone already faced with a history of health anxiety, it was scary. I found it difficult to focus on the day-to-day because I was overcome with worry about the results. But please know this, it does get easier. Now, consistent screenings and a balanced lifestyle can mean early detection, making the fight against cancer much more manageable. And while waiting those results, distraction can be therapeutic. For me, it's spending time with my loved ones, my kids, uh, indulging in a hobby perhaps, Um, If you're looking for a strategy, there's some brilliant advice out there. Um, Some activities I've engaged in include spending time with my family again, Um, even indulging in self-care, maybe a massage or a facial or something that makes me feel good, Um, or even engaging in volunteer work. For me, it's uh, teaching Sunday school at my church and participating in my children's school PTO. Also, engaging in cancer risk management can be empowering. It may seem daunting at first, but it's all about weighing the options, from regular surveillance to preventative surgeries. And this isn't just me speaking. Research backs this up. There's an insightful study published in the Journal of Applied Communication Research. And drawing from their research on breast cancer risk management, they said, Previvors have unique needs. They can engage in cancer risk management, making decisions that consider medical benefits and personal factors. Options include increased surveillance, like clinical breast screening, chemo prevention to delay cancer development, and preventative surgeries such as mastectomy or removal of ovaries to reduce cancer risks. The citation for this study will be in the show notes. So remember, every screening is a step towards staying ahead of your health. The fourth unexpected challenge is family planning. A genetic diagnosis might make you reconsider or think through your family planning. The fear of passing on the mutation, the concern for your potential kid's health, honestly, all of it can be really daunting. If you have an inherited cancer gene, there is a 1 in 2 or 50% chance that any child you have could inherit it from you. According to Macmillan Cancer Support in the UK, Many people choose to have children and accept that the child may have a higher cancer risk. They may feel that the child will have the same or perhaps better ways to manage that risk when they grow up. If you have inherited a cancer gene and want to be sure you do not pass it on to any children, sometimes other options are available. I will not speak to this today, but I will provide their information in the show notes. So, if you are at this stage for family planning, Future planning can feel like navigating a maze after a genetic diagnosis. It's essential to have open conversations and weigh all the options with your spouse or partner. Do your research and give yourself space and grace to come to a decision when you are ready. As a mother of two, I can't help but wonder, had I known earlier, would my choices would have been different? 
The love and joy my children bring me are immeasurable, but the weight of the what-ifs regarding the genetic makeup can be overwhelming at times. So while the future remains uncertain, I know that advances in medical science give me hope for a brighter tomorrow. So the fifth and final unexpected challenge is feeling isolated. It's tough when it seems like no one understands the whirlwind of emotions you're going through. Isolation can be a heavy cloud after diagnosis. When I shared my journey on Facebook, the outpour of support from fellow mutation carriers was incredible. There are several supportive communities online, like the Lynch Syndrome and Check2 groups on Facebook I mentioned previously, where individuals truly understand your concerns. So if you're on Facebook, you type in your specific genetic mutation into the search bar and select the group. So most are private, and sharing your information or getting feedback on questions will only be seen within the group. Also, as previously mentioned, my go-to resource is FORCE. From peer navigators to online and in-person support groups, online messaging boards, or even helplines where they offer non-judgmental support in Spanish and English. So if you're feeling isolated, I highly recommend visiting the support tab on their website. In closing, a diagnosis can sometimes feel like a storm cloud looming. But remember, it's merely a chapter in your life, not the entire story. The essence lies in our response. My empowerment blossomed through knowledge, research, the warmth of supportive communities, and a guiding light in my faith. God's strength and grace have been my anchor, reminding me of his bigger plan, even in the moments of uncertainty. Every test, every screening, even the preventative surgeries, they weren't just medical decisions, but acts of faith and determination to live life fully. In this journey, remember to lean on your support system, be it family, friends, or a community like ours. Every challenge offers a lesson, and every setback is a setup for a stronger comeback. You've got this, friends. If you'd like to learn more or interested in having me speak about living with a hereditary cancer syndrome from a patient's perspective, head over to my website at sarahcavanaugh.com and tap on the speaking section. Thank you for spending time with me on the Positive Gene Podcast. Your support means everything. If you found value in today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It truly makes a difference. For an in-depth look and links to resources discussed today, check out the accompanying blog on my website at sarahcavanaugh.com. Until next time, stay empowered and remember, you are not alone on this journey.